0: Today I am sharing the most common mistakes people make when planning their Ireland vacation. Hi everyone, and thank you again for joining me here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams, a step-by-step guide to planning your perfect vacation in Ireland. I begin at the beginning, when is the best time to visit Ireland, and guide you through every aspect of your trip, from flights and transportation, to lodgings, attractions, food, and even how to save money. Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams is available in print, filled with beautiful color images, or exclusively on Amazon Kindle in digital form, and it's available in the Kindle Unlimited Library. Both books include access to an online resource with updated information, downloads, and even more tips. Now let's dig into those mistakes. (laughs) So we all make mistakes when we're planning an Ireland vacation, and in two decades of Ireland travel, I've made my share of mistakes. My very first trip, it was a solo trip, it was just me, a rental car, a map, and a book of B&Bs, and I drove, I made quick stops, I drove more, and I didn't really take time to stop and, and really see where i was until my hostess i was at a bnb in dingle and she asked what i had done on my way down to the peninsula and i was able to give her kind of a general overview of what i had seen and i was checking the notes that i had in my notebook because i i took notes to keep track of the pictures I was taking because at the time, cameras were still film and, um, you know, good, affordable digital cameras were still quite a little few years off. Um, so I was able to tell her where I was had been and what I was had seen, but I didn't really have experiences to go with those views. And it really, you know, I was kind of anxious to, to see the next thing and, and I wanted to see it all. And after talking to her, while she didn't give me the advice to slow down, I really came to the realization that I was just moving too fast. I was seeing things, but not experiencing them. Um, My second trip to Ireland, I had a one-year-old along with me, as well as my, you know, husband, and we were at a slower pace, but we still made mistakes, and mainly that was with our accommodations. There were just too many of them, and traveling with you know, a child and and things, it just, it was too much to change accommodation every night. My third trip um, was with my toddler and then a new, you know, 16-month-old and my mom, um, as well as my husband, and the mistake we made that time was with our rental vehicle, so truly Every travel mistake there is to be made when you visit Ireland, I have made it, and I've learned from those experiences, and now our travels to Ireland, well, they're not flawless. I, there's always a mishap of some sort, um, but I know that they're going to be relaxing, rewarding, and filled with the experiences and adventures that appeal to my family, um, and so what I want to do is I want to take those common mistakes that I have made and that I have Um, scene being made while I'm working with clients and help you to maybe avoid those pitfalls and help you have the Ireland vacation you've been dreaming of without the mistakes that that are so common to make so let's begin now there is a lot of information coming so you want to you don't have to take any notes I've already taken them for you just go into the show notes for this episode, click through to the website, and you will find all the information and links right there. If you are, um, if you're not where you can get to the show notes, but you want to do a search, all you have to do is visit IrelandFamilyVacations.com and do a, a search on the website for episode 104. Now, here we go with the mistakes. The first mistake I see with Ireland vacations is there's just too much driving. And I understand that this could be a once in a lifetime trip and you want to make the most of it. But you don't want your memories to be kind of like my first trip. Quick pictures, short notes in a journal, but not, you know, not the the time and the experiences. So plan to spend time at the sites you want to see take the time while you're in those areas to find other interesting spots if you need tips on how to do that i have an entire article it's called planning an ireland itinerary that won't ruin your vacation and it walks you through the steps on how to how to build that itinerary without circling the entire country in 7 days you'll spend so much time driving and it just it it shouldn't be done that way So this will help you to kind of figure out what's close to where you, you know, the sites that you want to see, how many you can really realistically fit into your itinerary and still have an amazing experience. Mistake number two, too many accommodations. Now this actually does go hand in hand with too much driving because switching accommodations every night can be nerve wracking. Often you're gonna find that you're skipping spots on your itinerary because you misjudged how long it was going to take you to drive from one place to another because Google gets it wrong. Um, The above article has tips on how to avoid that problem. Um, And you spend more time maybe in one spot than you had planned, so you're rushing to get to your B&B for check-in, and it just can be, it can be a hassle. Even if you pack light, unpacking and repacking every day just gets annoying. My advice is to try to stay at least two nights in each location if you can. It gives you a break between your long drives from place to place and lets you really enjoy that area. For more accommodation tips, you can read A Quick Guide to Vacation Lodging in Ireland. It gives you an overview of all the types of accommodations you're going to find and tips for how to book, um, questions you might need to ask, and other, other accommodation advice. All right, mistake number three. Your rental car is too small or too big. Um, there is a lot to know about car rental in Ireland, but one of the things you want to pay attention to, and it's actually step number four in the article that I reference here, um, but it's the size of your car. If it's too large, you may have some issues on narrow roads, and it's going to cost you more in fuel. If it's too small, you'll either be uncomfortable and cramped, or you won't have enough room for your luggage. Um, And you have to upgrade at the last minute, which is always expensive. So the online car rental providers have guides to help you decide the correct car size. But you do need to be honest with yourself about how much room you need to be comfortable and how much luggage you're going to be taking with you so these car rental tips and many many more are included in everything you need to know about car rental in Ireland if you are planning a self-drive trip in Ireland I highly recommend that you read this and save the link um, because this is going to be an essential read when you are renting your car all right Mistake number four, you get overwhelmed by all the options. (laughs) Now, Ireland is a small country. It's roughly the size and shape of Indiana, but she really punches above her weight when it comes to things to see and experience. And it's easy, so, so easy, to get overwhelmed with all the options. If you need help narrowing down your options and keeping your vacation manageable, you can download one or more of my free Ireland itineraries. Um, Each of them has a very thorough description, so you can decide if it's the right itinerary for you and they all include accommodation options for multiple budgets as well as arrival and departure airport information and more handy Ireland tips and you can download those directly at Ireland Family Vacations. Um, you can find the link right on the home page or as I mentioned there is a link here in the show notes but my itineraries include a lot but they don't go too fast. They are designed to give you time to explore, to maybe follow the road less traveled, and get off that beaten path, and really enjoy your time in Ireland. So if you're finding that you just don't quite know how to put an itinerary together, or you just have so many options in front of you that there are too many, these Ireland itineraries, they're all free, and uh, they will help you kind of build that itinerary And get it finished and the last mistake people make is underestimating the amount of time they're going to spend in Dublin Airport so Dublin Airport is Ireland's main airport it's the main international gateway and it is busy (laughs) Um, when you arrive usually you're going to arrive at the same time as three to five other international flights so big jets full of people usually and you're going to have to queue at immigration and that can take anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes depending on the day and then if you're collecting a car you're going to either Queue for that inside the airport to check in, and then you're going to have to go get the shuttle. You may have to wait for a second shuttle because of the number of people, and then you're going to have to queue and finish paperwork for the car rental. It's so easy to spend two to three hours at Dublin Airport before you even get out and start experiencing Ireland. And then as you prepare to leave, you have flight check-in, you have security, you have the VAT, and maybe a bit of shopping. And if you're traveling back to the US, you have a second security screening and US pre-clearance. It requires time. I mean, even just flight check-in can take 45 minutes, because you are in a line that is slow and meanders. Um, they ask you questions. They ask about your trip. And then you know, it's lines and lines and lines. Um, You should always plan to arrive at Dublin Airport at least three hours before your boarding time if you are flying to the U.S. And if you're going into Europe, you still need 90 minutes, maybe two hours, depending on the time of day and the season. So don't underestimate the amount of time that you will need at Dublin Airport every single time I am leaving Ireland. I see people who have missed their flights either the day before or they are missing their flight as I see them. Don't let that be you. I have an entire article on um, tips for arrival and departure at Dublin Airport. Now, as of today, we are hopefully wrapping up um, the COVID pandemic. I have not been to Ireland since this started, so... um, the information is as up to date as it can be as soon as I can get back to Ireland this information will be updated and I do keep it updated every trip I take so you can um, be assured that it will have the most up-to-date information in the article that is linked as is possible for me to give so we have been through the five mistakes that people the most common ones anyway that people make As they're planning their Ireland vacation but as you know I always end with three tips for your vacation and today I'm going to give you three experiences that you need to include in your vacation and these are very easy to add so don't feel like oh my gosh now I have to add these things super easy to add okay number one enjoy an irish breakfast now an irish breakfast is massive it is not for the faint of heart and it is hard to eat every single day Um, but it is spectacular it is black and white pudding and that's sausages um, rashers of bacon eggs fried tomatoes maybe you'll have some beans you'll Definitely have some some brown bread or toast. You finish it with a strong cup of tea and you are ready for the day. This will power you through until mid-afternoon when you can sit down with another nice cup of tea and and maybe a pastry or a small sandwich. But at least have one Irish breakfast. Try all the meats. Um, Black pudding is my favorite thing. Um, Don't be put off by the name, uh, by what it's made of, just give it a try. Um, You might really, really enjoy it. So, um, Irish breakfast, definitely try it once. Number two, enjoy a coastal walk. Now, the country of Ireland is an island. It has coast all the way around it. And no matter where you stand, on the coast, you're going to have magnificent views. But if you take the time to fit in a walk along one of the coastal trails, you will never forget it and you will never ever regret that time that you spent there. Now, a few favorites. Um, Hoth, which is near Dublin, has a beautiful coastal walk and it's not hard to get to if you are hanging out in the city. Uh, down in County Waterford. The Dunmore East Coastal Walk is absolutely gorgeous. Um, Very few people on that one. And if you go down to Ardmore, just a bit further down the coast, there is kind of a coastal loop walk that takes you along the beautiful rugged coast. And then you come back past the uh, Round Tower at the cemetery and you look down over, um, over the village of Ardmore. Beautiful beach there. It's a great, great walk. One of my absolute favorites. You can take the Cliffs Coastal Walk in Clare. That takes you um, to and from the Cliffs of Moher. Uh, that is a very busy coastal walk the closer you get to the cliffs. My uh, my advice is to uh, get to Gurren's Path, which is kind of between the headlands, and take it to ha- Hags Head. That is a um, not as busy section of the coast, still a beautiful walk to great stroll um that pathway uh has not been it's not a maintained path as most aren't so always you know maintain your distance from the edge be smart um and if it's muddy maybe walk in the grass further from the edge of the cliff not closer um and the um Oh, gosh, the hike above uh, the Schlieve League Cliffs, it's not for casual walkers. There's a part called One Man's Pass, but it's absolutely stunning, very, very remote, and the views cannot be beat. And then there is also the Causeway Coast Hike, and there's a section of that right above the Giant's Causeway that is absolutely stunning. It's a great walk. You don't have to do the entire hike. Um, Just take in a little bit of that path, and it is time well spent. And the last experience I highly recommend is that you follow a brown sign. So as you're driving, you know, the highways and byways of Ireland, you're going to see a brown sign, kind of has a little arrow at the end, and those are for heritage sites. Now, some of these are going to be sites that, that you've probably heard of, the Rock of Cashel, um, the the um, Ross Castle in Killarney, uh, you know, things like that, but then there you're going to have little heritage sites that you've never heard of. For one of those, just follow that sign. I discovered a round tower called Ratu Round Tower in County Kerry um, on my very first trip to Ireland. I was It was before the Wild Atlantic Way was a thing, and this tower was just seriously in the middle of nowhere. I was the only person there. And it was one of the most memorable experiences of my trip. So as you're driving, and because you haven't packed your itinerary, you can say, that sign looks really interesting. Oh, another one I found was Moon High Cross in Kildare. Beautiful. Um, so, so pretty. It's a massive high cross that was actually, it was found in pieces. They reconstructed it. And it's, it's just, it's seriously massive. It's so huge. It's just awesome um but we wouldn't have found it if we weren't just following the signs so you haven't packed your itinerary you have the time to take the road less traveled and follow that brown sign and see where it leads you never ever know what you might discover so those are again the five most common mistakes people make when they're planning their Ireland vacation and three really easy experiences to include in your vacation to ireland so i hope those are helpful for you as always if you have any questions you can contact me just email me directly it's jody j-o-d-y at irelandfamilyvacations.com If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love it if you would leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. If you can't leave a a review on your podcast app, I would love it if you would just check into maybe the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave a review there. Or just take a screenshot of the podcast on your mobile device and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations on Instagram. And just leave me a few kind words. I really appreciate hearing from you, and I love helping you plan your Ireland vacation. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, slunkiful.